Hello and welcome to your Everyday Mindfulness Podcasts, brought to you by me, Christine Charles, life coach in the areas of resilience and radio presenter for the Health and Wellbeing Show on Radio Plus Coventry, which airs every Saturday from 10am till 12 noon. Aside from being a radio presenter, I have spent the past 10 years in people development. If you want to know more about me, then simply go on my website, which is Christine with a C dash Charles.com. Now, my why for doing this is to contribute towards the movement of mental health and eradicating it. And this comes from having to watch my late father go through dementia as well as other illnesses. Now, my late father passed away almost 12 months ago. So I put a pause on many things. Uh, Life coaching was one and podcasting was another, but now I'm back. Now I want to talk about the very heart of everyday mindfulness and the principles which this are founded on. A following verse, you reap what you sow, designed to bring you words of encouragement and to evoke positive change in your life as well as the life that surrounds you. First of all, let's explore what mindfulness is. Back when I started my personal development journey, which is about 15 years, give or take, self-awareness was the big buzzword until mindfulness, that is, replaced it. So we're going to stick with mindfulness. Now, the core meaning of this, to put it simply, being mindful of your thoughts and emotions, recognizing your triggers, good and bad, and deciding. Now, decision making comes hand in hand when it comes to mindfulness. Being able to be mindful, self-aware enough to make better decisions, respond and react differently to what you would have done before. And to do that, you need to be present. Still, almost like hitting a pause button. Look around the world, your world, your communities. Watch and observe how much still time people are giving themselves. Now, most people are keeping themselves busy. Some people aren't. Most of the world, as we know it, is currently in uh, lockdown, standstill. And there are situations within situations, which I talked about in my last, last podcast. But how many of us are actually stopping and pausing and being still. Mindfulness self-awareness is something I've always championed because of the breakthroughs I have witnessed in my own life and uh, when applied consistently as well as other people. I have seen people healed, gaining a new perspective, renewing of the mind, resulting in happiness and peace, which is a starting point of healing. Now, I'm not saying for one minute by doing this, you'll always be happy forever, as that's not realistic, is it? Life is hard. It throws you curveballs this way and that way, but it's also very beautiful with beautiful moments. However, as we, if we as a human race can master how we respond and react to what we can feel like the constant negativity in the world, currently right now, that's magnified, isn't it? Well, imagine imagine what the world would look like. Now, this is already happening in some communities, believe it or not. Yes, in my community, people are starting to pause, think about others, be kinder. 
Now, let's dig a bit deeper into the roots of mindfulness, because if you've stumbled on this thinking this is a mindful meditation, you're wrong, and I'll tell you why. Current research states that mindfulness dates back to Buddhism, but actually, when you dig deeper, you find that mindfulness and meditation have been around before the time of Buddhism. We find that in Genesis chapter 24 where Isaac, the son of Abraham, was meditating in the fields, seeking God. In the story of Moses, now Moses is such an amazing story. Moses knew that every time he would speak to God, he would need to be still. He'd need to retreat. He would have to be present and not thinking about what had happened and what was about to happen. Even though I have no doubt that was heavily on his mind. But in that moment, Moses knew he needed to shift his thinking to hear God as a consequence. Look at what happened when he did. His journey holds so much weight even today with many lessons for all of us to apply in our lives. The book of Enoch. Enoch describes how he experienced what he did and that would have started from him being present, being still. The book of Revelation written by John. John would have had to have been still, present, to have heard God's voice and to have been taken where he was, to have had all those visions. And the list, friends, goes on and on. Now, The Bible does not use the word mindfulness. I'm just going to be really clear about that. It does reference, however, several times what happens in regards to living in the past or the future and how we need to stay focused in the present. Jesus talked about this with his disciples. To be clear, as said before, this is not a mindfulness meditation. Both are different things. What I will be doing is sharing everyday challenges that we face, sharing tips, tools, techniques and scriptures to overcome and in some cases face those challenges head on. Tipping the balance. Now today's episode is all about faith. Your faith has made you well. It's based on the following scriptures. Luke chapter 17 verse 19. This scripture sprung out to me in July 2019 when I one day was in the midst of grief, feeling a lot of pain. And, uh, you know, it's just anyone, any, any of you that have experienced grief will know how painful it can be, not just emotionally, but actually in the flesh. It was a day when I was, you know, I hadn't slept very well. Um, I hadn't slept very well for a few nights, actually. And um, yeah, it was just crazy, crazy painful time. My my flesh didn't feel right. My body didn't feel right. My head was heavy. Um, I was frustrated, a bit angry because I was tired, you know. Um, and so I cried out to the Lord in my prayer room. Lord, take this pain away. And sure enough, I was led to this scripture where Jesus is traveling towards Jerusalem. And as he enters, 10 lepers cry out, Lord, Lord, have mercy on us. In other words, 
Help us! We are in pain. Jesus looked at them and said, "Go and show yourselves to the priests." And the leprosy disappeared. Now, one of them, not all, but one, came back to Jesus, shouting, "Praise God! I'm healed! Praise God! Hallelujah!" and fell face down to the ground. Notice how the other nine had long gone. Jesus then sees this and asks, "Didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Does only this foreigner return to give glory to God?" And then Jesus says to the man, "Your faith has made you well." Note a few things. The man who came back to praise God, the man who had been healed along with the other nine lepers, was a Samaritan. Let me give you some context. Now, Samaritans were half Jew and half Gentile. The race, just to give you a bit of history, the race came about after the Assyrian captivity of the Northern Kingdom of Israel in seven. 21 BC. Certain people from the nation of Israel stayed behind. These people intermarried with the Assyrians, producing the Samaritans. Therefore, the Jews did not class them as brethren, as brothers and sisters. They actually saw them as outsiders. And in some extreme Jewish communities, Samaritans were really, really not liked people. Now, getting back to the podcast, I believe, I totally, totally believe that Jesus was labouring a point about this man who came back being a foreigner, and that point is, it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from. God is mighty, and He will respond when you call out. We may not be how you think or how you imagined, but the signs are always there. However big or small they might be, if you have faith, you will find that patience will come with it. Faith and patience go hand in hand; they cannot be separated, and one cannot be without the other. If you think about all the situations in your life where you've had to put faith into them, you will realize. That actually there was a level of patience that was playing out in the background. Now your patience will be tested during your time in waiting, but if you push through, faith will result, and with it, God's manifestation of how、uh, healing can happen, and it will, it will. How do you push through? I used to ask that question a long time ago when preachers, pastors,、um, authors. Would would say that phrase. You just got to push through, and I'd be like, "How? Well, now I can share this with you. Pushing through is through prayer. It's through scripture. It's through quiet time with the Lord, and good friends, the right friends, friends that will listen, friends that will counsel in some cases, good counselling, I mean, and friends who will pray with you. It's a simple formula." And that is because God is not complicated. I don't know how long those lepers had been waiting for a miracle, 
their miracle. If some had given up and others were holding on to hope. But it happened. And I knew when I cried out that healing would not come there and then. Why? Because I had emotions I needed to face that I'd been putting to one side so that I could be strong for my mother and my siblings when my dad passed away. But I had hope. That day, when I cried out, the sun suddenly came out of the clouds and shone on my face. And as I felt the warmth of the sun on my face, I started to remember how good God is and how strong my father's faith was. My late father, that is. I held on to that and still do. I'm not saying it's easy, but without faith, what do you have? And I want to give some scriptures as well. This morning, um, before I recorded this podcast, I opened my Bible and I opened it to Jeremiah chapter one, where it says, the Lord gave me a message. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my spokesperson to the world. That's Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. Friends, have faith. God knows where you're at. If you want some more scriptures to meditate on, I've got plenty. I want to share with you, I'm looking at my list. Faith is hoping in what is not seen. And that's Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Faith is not tangible. You cannot see it. It's something inside, but it's in there in all of us. And also, I just want to leave you with these parting words that my pastor, John Collier, said at church in Gateway, when we were allowed to be in church, that is, about a month ago. It was so, so profound. Profound. And he said, faith comes from hearing. Faith comes from what you look at. Faith comes on what your attention is on. So what are you focusing on right now? Do you need to shift your focus? Because your faith is what your attention is on, and that's where your belief system is at. Now, I appreciate right now there are people who are dying and have died, and God bless them. And we remember them, and we love them, and we cover their family and friends and community in peace and in love. But if you meditate on these scriptures and find your own scriptures as well, God will come. God will come anyway. All you need to do is call out. So I'm going to end this podcast with a prayer for you. Father God, you know who is listening right now. And we cover those people. We cover you in the blood of Jesus. We cover you in the healing power of the Lord. And know that God is with you, beside you. And that Jesus died on the cross so that we could have a good life a healthy and happy life. Call out, call out to Jesus and he will be with you. He will be with you irrelevant. Friends, I'm going to love you and leave you. Whatever situation you're in, know that God is with you, right there with you. I will see you next time. Goodbye and God bless. 